rise and shine. Life learners, good morning and welcome to the Life Podcast, where we empower you to live your future every single day by equipping you with the entrepreneurial mindset. Be sure to check us out at lifecast.com. That's right, we've rebranded our website and we love the new domain. So go to lyfecast.com to catch all of the entrepreneurial value that we are releasing each and every week from fellow millennials about the strategies to be successful as a 21st century entrepreneur. Whether you're starting a side hustle in college or if you're a young professional trying to direct your entrepreneurial mindset to grow within your organization, becoming a life learner is always going to be the best 20 minutes that you can spend during your morning routine guaranteed. I'm your host, Joey Roos. And we are so excited to have Gia Perryman on the show with us here today. Gia is a junior in college pursuing a degree in international business with a really interesting minor as well. Gia, summarize your college experience for us briefly and then kind of introduce this into your entrepreneurial journey. Well, um, I started off here at Kennesaw State University um, as a dual enrollment student. So I was it's still in high school, but I was taking all college courses. So that's how I ended up at Kennesaw. Um, I was initially a communications major, but then I was like, you know, I think business is better for me. And um, I also spoke Spanish, so I said international business. Um, and literally, um, I think it was last week, I decided to add on the African and African Diaspora Studies minor. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, I feel like things are always changing. I think college is about constantly changing your perspective and gaining new and different opinions. Um, and in terms of my business, um, I started back in April, so I've been here for about five months. My business has been around. Um, and how it kind of started out, I knew I was interested in doing civil rights. Um, I want to help black people gain economic power and just have more stability within the community. And I decided to try to empower that by doing graphic design. So I have a graphic design business called Fixed Graphic Designs and it's spelled P-H-I-C-S-D, like the end of the word graphics. Mm -hmm. um, and so I try to empower business owners by allowing them to have clean designs and look very professional. Um, I went that route because I made my own business card and people were treating me like I had an office or something right. just because I had a business card. Yeah. So that's kind of how I started out. I love it. So you found a cause that you were passionate about and then you went and wrapped a business model around that and found a way to make money that was truly helping people and bringing value to them. So I assume with a business that's five months old now, you've had some of your first clients and you've been able to create that value for people, help legitimize their causes and organizations. Kind of walk us through that journey of getting your first client. What did that look like? Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I mean, starting off, you know, family and friends. Uh, the good thing about graphic design is everybody needs it, in mm. my opinion. Right. I think everybody should have a business card and that's kind of what I led with. Um, so the way I actually started off getting clients was I did a, a free raffle where three people, I had everybody submit to me, anybody interested could submit to me their name and their major or their name and their business. Um, and then I just drew, I got three winners and mm -hmm. I uh, created free business cards for them. Nice. Well, how'd you do that raffle? Was it on social media or how'd you raise awareness about that? I put it on social media and I put it in a couple group me's as well. Okay. So. Okay. So you drew these three winners and then you for free, you preemptively created value for them. That's something that we love here at the Life Podcast awesome. and, and built their brand 
how did they respond to it? What success did they find? Oh, I mean, they loved it. So um, one was co Commando Athletics um, by Eric uh, Robertson, I believe is his last name. Um, and I th and he still has the business card. He still uses it. So I feel like he loves it. Um, you know, when he got it printed out, I was like, you know, you got to give me one so I can have it part of my, you know, my collection, sure. people that I helped out and stuff. Right. Um, so he's doing a great job. Um, then we have Derek Broom. He um, he actually did like um, a flag football organization um, called uh, 888 TD Club, and he has actually grown into a club on campus as well, like a actual football club. I love it. So um, he's definitely going in a great direction. Um, and then we have oh, what's it called? The other business was a personal chef business and she lives um, in Atlanta mm -hmm. and she's always she does an amazing job she does work with celebrities she works with like people in Atlanta like she's yeah. amazing that's fantastic yeah so it sounds like a diversity of industries yeah. is what you can work with that's the beauty of graphic design is that it spans across um, I, something that I've experienced in the past with different startups is I get an idea and I think okay I want to spend all my time crafting the perfect logo with really cool colors and all that and that's kind of what I want to do first because that makes it seem real to me right like I want to buy the t-shirt and then we're an official entrepreneur but from your experience and your perspective when is a good time to actually invest money in paying a real graphic designer like yourself to create a brand when you don't necessarily have customers yet at what point is that is that useful I think it's kind of cyclical. So you could wait your business or I think if you go ahead and, you know, create a logo for yourself and make yourself look like you already have customers, mm -hmm. people will feel more inclined to do business with you. Um, so that's why I'm all big on the business cards. It's a small investment to get like for me. Um, starting off, I charge business cards two-sided, like $30 mm -hmm. uh, for the design. So sure. I think that's a very small investment with, with big power in it. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Now, there are a lot of different graphic design platforms out there that are digital, right? Like Vistaprint comes to mind, um, where they have all these different templates of business cards that you can make yourself. Or there's a lot of crowd, uh, like graphic design websites where you can put your inspiration, your idea out there, and then a bunch of different graphic designers will produce different designs for you. How do you compete with an online market like that where people have so many options online? Why would they come to you? Um, to be honest with you, I think it's more personal uh -huh. uh, when people come to me. I think uh, people that I talk to know that I'm here to really help. Uh, I think my prices can compete with those online companies. Um, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like I, I create, um, what I've been told is that I create work that really brings the vision to life. So I don't have a certain style of graphic design. I, I try to interpret what my customer wants and what they really see for themselves, and I try to bring that to life. So if you, if you look at all my work, everything looks different, unless it's stuff that's for my business, you mm -hmm. know? Um, because everybody has a different vision. So I try to cater to that very um, directly. Okay, gotcha. So in regards to finding a niche, it sounds like you're all over the place with different industries. Um, do you have a, a niche specialty where you say, if you need business cards, there's lots of options, but if you need this type of business card or this type of graphic, I'm the person to come to? Yeah, the business card is, is definitely one of my big things. Okay. I'm always telling people, you know, business card, business card, business card. Um, mm -hmm. I'm getting into logos more now, which I'm yeah. really excited about. Um, I think logos are really important too. I think, I think people, people don't, 
quite have a grasp on what the best direction to go with graphics, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm trying to help people kind of get that understanding while still trying to cater to their vision. A lot of times with logos, I think the simpler the better sure. in terms of brand recognition. Mm -hmm. um, so I try to convey that to people without kind of breaking their vision, like so, stuff like that. Right, and it was actually really interesting. We were talking in the pre-show today about how you are hosting your first Adobe Photoshop class, right? So I'm assuming you use Adobe to create these logos, but now you're teaching other people how to use the software so they can create their own as well. Um, I love that idea. You're empowering people, but at the same time, are you concerned that that could cannibalize some of your market if people learn how to create their own? Absolutely. So, um, I mean, that's what everybody's been saying to me. So how are you going to sell graphics when you're just going to show people how to make graphics? Yeah. Um, personally, I am more concerned with people just knowing how to do it. Mm -hmm. I honestly just want people to know how to do graphic design. I think it's beneficial for people, and I feel like there's enough people out there for me to get, you know, business. So, um, and and still teaching people how to do graphic design. It's not. It's not like I only have to, you know, sell logos, sell business cards, like. Uh, an hour 30 minute class can get somebody very far in uh, Photoshop, but you know, I can still do consulting. Mm -hmm. I can still you know, do that as a service. Yeah. Um, I can do you know, more advanced Photoshop classes. There's plenty of different ways. Some people don't want to know Photoshop at all. They just want a business card. So yeah. sure. I think it's both sides kind of. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. I mean, if I were to take a Photoshop class, I think the only thing it would teach me is that I need to pay you to do Photoshop <laughs> for me because I have tried and that is a difficult platform to learn. <laughs> from the ground up. Um, but I love that you're trying to create different markets for yourself and create value for people in multiple ways. I wanna kinda of backtrack for a second. You said that at this point, most of your business is created through relationships that you have, right? And uh, kind of word of mouth from people who say, wow, it's a beautiful business card. Oh yeah, well, you know, Gia made it for me. You should, you should reach out to her. Uh, do you feel like that's a sustainable model to scale your business through relationships or are you trying to reach out to a larger audience in other ways? Well, I think relationships, first of all, is one of the best ways that you can uh, grow a business. I think that's where kind of how the system of network marketing comes from. I think that's a great, like, way to do business. Um, I also think that, you know, advertising and stuff like that is important. I've done, um, like on Instagram, there are pages specifically made for advertising you to a certain certain groups of people. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you can pay $10 to have somebody just post your stuff on yeah. their Instagram. So I, I do that very um, often. But I think word of mouth is very powerful. I have people that come out of nowhere like, hey, I heard from a friend who heard from a friend mm -hmm. about your business. I'm like, wow, you know. It's really, it's powerful. Yeah, no, certainly. As you mentioned network marketing, and for our listeners who aren't familiar with that concept, can you expound upon that a little bit? Network marketing, okay, my, my understanding of network marketing is that, like, you have this big tree mm -hmm. of, of just people working under people, working under people, or working over however you want to go about it. But right. um, you basically just go out and talk to people, you know, about it, and just everybody is, it's just a big network of people talking about talking to people about the same thing and word of mouth kind of spreads and you try to get other people to be a part of your network um, and the tree just grows like that mm -hmm. and, and I think that's very powerful because if you think about it you know if you're let's say you're going to try to go buy a new truck yeah you're gonna look online for trucks but you're also gonna ask your friends you know, what kind of truck should I get? Right. What, what kind of truck do you have? Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So I think it's the same 
you know, thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, I can spend all day researching like what type of blender to buy, and I think I have all the statistics and everything down. And I talk to one friend who says, "No, it's a terrible blender," and like I'm back to square one. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. People put a lot of stake into what their friends and uh, family and the people around them think. They yeah. they already trust them. Very true. Very true. So, do you think there's a way where you could leverage the network that you have and the the satisfied customers that you've created to help encourage them? to create other sales for you, whether that's through like a profit sharing plan. Have you considered anything like that? Um, okay, I think I think we're on the same page. Like I have something similar that I've considered mm -hmm. doing, but I don't know if this is exactly what you mean. But um, I think by helping people, I want people to start businesses. I want people to maintain businesses. I want people to grow their businesses. If they grow their businesses, they're growing my business too. Yeah. So um, that's a big thing for me. I. I want people to start their own businesses. I do a lot of logos for like, I'll make up a fake business, mm -hmm. a fake business with a fake, you know, purpose and all that, and I'll make a logo for it, and I'll be like, you know, somebody start this business and you can have the logo type stuff, you know oh. what I mean? Oh, um, interesting concept. Thank you. So I, I want people to start their own businesses, and uh -huh. I try to push for that because that helps my business too, and, and it helps the community. Yeah, so it sounds like you could kind of focus in on being the startup graphic designer for people who exactly. initially have you ever spent any time at the Atlanta Tech Village or any co-working spaces or stuff like that? No, I haven't heard of it. Oh, you should definitely check that out. Maybe you could get some type of uh, inroad where you were the go-to graphic designer for a brand new startup coming in. I know Ignite HQ over in Marietta, they have some incubators, stuff like that. That could be a niche. Because uh, I wanted to, to jump in a little bit to what makes you exclusive, what makes you special and different from everyone else out there. You really emphasize the relationships, which I love. Um, but something that we ask a lot on the show is is for you to tell us what is like compelling and provocative about your business. What makes you the only graphic designer who does this certain thing? What would that be for you? Well, I'm a civil rights uh, leader first. Mm -hmm. um, in my, it, you know, that's what I identify myself as. Yeah. I am a person who does every, every move I make is grounded in civil and human rights. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so graphic design is just kind of a, a tool or a mechanism for me to do that. So, um, you know, people will find that the way I do things is just totally different. Like, I want you to start your business, so okay, you can't, maybe you can't afford the $30 to pay for your business card. Well, let's try to work something out. Maybe you can pay me 15 now, pay me 15 when you got it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here to encourage people. I'm here to really inspire people, and, I, and I'm here to connect people as well. And I think that's something that isn't offered with every business. If I meet, uh, let's say I go on later and meet somebody who is trying to start their own personal uh, fitness mm -hmm. um, company, you know, I can say, oh, well, I did a business card for this guy way back. You yeah. know, if you need some, you know, mentoring, you need mm -hmm. somebody to talk to, I know somebody who can do that. So it's, it's about making connections as well, and I think that's something I definitely offer. For sure. Life Learners, if you work with some online company that's producing things in China and sending it to you a month later, sure, their price may be a few cents cheaper, but the value of relationships in business, especially working with local small businesses, can never be underestimated because at the end of the day, it's really about who you know more than what you know or anything else. And also, who knows you, right? Yeah. Um, well, Najee, I have certainly loved our conversation. I think we've gotten a lot of really, really great value from it. And and uh, before we jump into the rapid fire round, I just want to make sure for all of our listeners who may be out there thinking, I, I think I'm kind of creative. I think I could be a graphic designer, but where do I start? Like, what's the first step? You know, I don't even believe in myself enough. 
Um, can you walk us through like when you were first starting with your idea, how you built up the confidence to say, I am valuable, I am worth somebody paying for my ideas and my logos. What was that mental process like? I would say, I would say I already had a foundation in that I know a lot of people on campus. Um, I know about, you know, what people value on campus, like where, you know, what the most important clubs are, what the most popular things to do are. So uh, just being a networker, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in general is, is very helpful and that was very helpful for starting my process. So when I started my own business, I already had people behind me because they know I get things done, they know I make things move, they know I'm very serious, uh, they know I'm, I'm not at school, you know, for fun, like I, I'm here to get things done. So. Um, you know that was a big thing but starting off I'm, I'm a I just if I want to get something done I have to just start so you know first thing I did was make a logo and make a name and I haven't gone back since I made the name I'm like okay I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with it I love it I'm rolling with it so um, I would say make the connections first um, and then you know start implanting this new thing into those connections you've made I love it I love it build the network and then build the brand. And if you believe in it, other people will. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors, but when we come back, we're going to jump into our college entrepreneur rapid fire questions, where we will learn from Gia about the strategies that she has used to maximize her college experience as an entrepreneur. We'll be right back. Based in Atlanta, Georgia, Keller Guitars is a Christian company that produces high-quality, solid, top acoustic and electric guitars designed for worship. Each guitar has a custom Bible verse reference engraved into it, allowing worship leaders and artists to have a personalized tool that has more meaning and value as they lead others in worship. The owner of Keller Guitars, Brian Keller, is a great guy and amazing entrepreneur. And as a life listener, if you go to thekellerguitar.com, Dash life L-Y-F-E. You can check out all of the beautiful guitars, accessories, and apparel they offer. And be sure to enter Life10 for a 10% off discount on anything store-wide. Again, that's thekellerguitar.com dash life with discount code LIFE10 to join the Keller family at an unbeatable price. All right, and we are back. Gia, are you ready for the rapid fire round? Let's do it. Who is your entrepreneurial role model or mentor? Um, Lucas Frank, uh, the owner of the Boss Exponent. Uh, it's a motivational uh, business. He does motivation speaking. Love it. How do you balance work, school, relationships, and still have time to pursue your business? Um, definitely a balancing act, but I say, you know, Scheduling. Scheduling is the biggest thing you can do. Scheduling. Love it. How do you leverage the faculty and student network and resources that college provides to help advance your business? Join clubs. I partner with clubs and I uh, advocate for other people. Mm, that's fantastic. What was the biggest mental barrier to becoming an entrepreneur and how did you overcome it? Uh, being financially illiterate is a was a huge issue for me and still kind of is. Um, I say find mentors that know how to do it already and ask for help. Do you recommend working in your business with your friends? Hmm. Yes and no. As long as you're willing to kind of handhold and be be willing to see them mess up and grow. So if you're there to help people grow, then yes. 
How do you legitimize your business to customers, to clients, and possibly future investors when you're still a young millennial with a brand new business? Uh, I think my work speaks for itself. I think when people see it, they say, wow, that looks beautiful. I need something like it. I love it. Well, one final question, and then we'll learn how best to connect with you before we leave to live our future every day. Gia, if you could go back to the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, knowing what you know now, what one thing would you tell yourself? Um, hmm. Go ahead and like get more physical marketing products, t-shirts and whatnot, so people can see it all the time. All right. Well, how best can our life listeners connect with you? Um, you can connect with me through my website, which is www.najia.com. That's N-A-J-E-E-A-H.com. Or you can go on Instagram and follow me at Fixed Graphics, P-H-I-C-S-D Graphics. Nice. And life learners, if you head to our website, LifeCast. Dot com. You can access all of the show notes from today's episode with Gia. Uh, we have links to what she talked about in her website and contact information and so much more. So be sure and check out lyfecast.com for more great value. Remember that excellence is in the details. You've been listening to the Life Podcast today. I'm Joey Roos, joined here by Gia Perryman. So go live your future every day.